Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, happy Monday. Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. A Monday unlike others because today, of course, is Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. It has been a very big day with big news coming out of Star Wars land. There's been new movies that are streaming. It's been a, it's been a pretty big and eventful Star Wars Day, Mike Harmon. I'm glad for I'm glad you sometimes Star Wars days come and go and they go, "Oh yeah, no real news. We got no trailers, we got no nothing." No, no. Now we know there's going to be a new movie and we get to watch uh Rise of Skywalker today for the first time. This this is the Star Wars Day we all needed. Well, if you hadn't seen it already, 
mean, how about you get big a Star Wars fan, are you? Uh, the other <laughs> is another movie, Shock. Shock and awe that they're going to go back to the well again. What are you kidding me? Come on. We mean going back. It's going to be a new movie. It's going to be no, with the new characters. No, that's me. They're going to go back to the well and get in your pocket again. There's the going to be. What do you mean what get in your shock. pocket? They're making movie to entertain you. Yes, they're going to make money, but they're not doing it. To, you don't have to go if oh, you don't oh, want wait to. A, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This sounds like the argument has flipped in all of the NFL and sports stuff. How's it feel to be on the other side? What are you talking about? Well, you call everybody capitalists. They're, you know, you're, you're, well, yeah. Well, there. things are done. Of course, they're going to make money off of this, but they're not getting into your pocket if you don't want to go see it. They're not going to come to the door and say, "Sorry, you still owe me twelve fifty for this movie." Well, yeah, but I don't want to see what? it. They, no, you still they, owe me twelve fifty. Right, right about now, they probably want to, and they need to. Nah, Star, those you really think Star Wars is in trouble? You re- really? You think Star Wars is in trouble? Really? You think it is? Just cause, just because people on social media couldn't stand the last three movies, Star Wars is not in trouble. So oh, there's going to be a new Star, Star Wars movie. I, I didn't mean Star Wars. I meant Disney needs your money. Oh, Have you oh, not oh. seen any of the reports? Well, well Come on, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, but Disney, look, at the, at the end of the world, it will be Disney and Fox and Amazon. All right? That's who's going to be. Well, okay, hang on. Fox will and it, they'll get folded into Amazon. All right, so it'll be Amazon standing at, but there'll be branches of Amazon that are standing at the end. No, there's lot, lot, lots of uh, shakeout. And and look, we're, we're on the road to recovery, man. On Friday, Governor Newsom actually said we could go into phase two. Yeah, phase two Man, coming I, the end of this look, week. I never yeah. thought I thought yeah. California was going to be last, and we'd have another nine months before we'd get down that well, road. So well, phase I'm two pretty good. Phase Under two is promise kind of, over deliver, baby. Yeah, but phase two is is businesses can open for takeaway. So it's like other businesses that can open by the end of this week are open for take like you can go to the store and get it, like a sporting goods store or you know well you can't take away at a to get a barber to get a haircut but uh, stores like that now that that are going to open that you can go and pick something up and say okay this is what I want and you know they bring it to you or you yep. you know you get there and you say hey I need x y and z so it's kind of like they do personal shopping for you you're right. going to go still, there and still say an unexpected I'd like this and on this Monday I thought yeah. this was uh, this was a pretty good deal well, if it's opening up this way, if it's opening up slowly in ways that we can still social distance, because I, I just keep looking at all the news and I'm going, this is too, this is too soon. Everything, no, nobody's going to be able to take it because they can't stay home anymore. So the minute the tiniest thing gets opened up, everybody's going to go to the beach, everybody's going to go to the movies, everybody's going to do all these things, and we're going to get the next wave of coronavirus. And we're, and, and I'm going to ask you a very oh. famous question out of, uh, out of Pulp Fiction. I'm sorry. This goes back to Reservoir Dogs. I'm going. A oh, okay. Further. Well, you got to get the movie right. You're going back to. Okay. Either well, he's alive or he's dead. Way, the cops got him. Or they don't. Okay. And then it was. It becomes a. Uh, are you a doctor? And the answer is no. Are you a doctor? And then I could probably curse a few times. And then I tell you, you don't know what you're talking about. So we <laughs> we just have to, you know, follow and and be smart. And uh, try to be. I mean, I, I went to the store today, and everybody wore their masks to get in. And then mm-hmm. it was anarchy once I got in there. Oh. Guys walking. Everybody pulled them down around their neck. I'm like, how you helping there, tough guy? <laughs> you know, and here's what I want to know. How has nobody made and mass-produced Darth Vader COVID masks? Oh, they're coming, man. Nobody's done that. How has nobody no, no, done no, this that was, Well, because they should be licensed. Because if you go after, like, I'd be suing the hell. If I own the copyright on this stuff, I'm coming at you. Well, no, but I mean, how is but, how is Disney? How, how have Disney? How's nobody said, "Hey, let's do something. Let's let's mass produce Darth Vader masks." Because well, I, they are. the only They're one I can found you slow. can get, the only one I can found you can get, you can get like a um, a Gucci one, 
And I'm like, ooh, and it's pretty cool. Like, it comes out, and it, I'm like, wow, this is really good. It's like $400. I'm like, I'm well, not going to spend $400 on a COVID going mask. Go in style. No, I, I, they're, they've announced a line of masks. It's just going to take a while to get there. I mean, I, Again, I mean, yeah. you know, the, it's supply chain management, man. This is where if you're in school right now, you're thinking about going back and getting your degree. Here is an example of a growing field of need. And in this time, critical, absolutely critical. But why is Disney have to be so slow? Right? Remember when Frozen became a big hit? Oh, well, we're all out of Elsa and Anna stuff. When's it coming? Eight months. Oh, look at the Mandalorian. Such a huge hit. Everybody loves Baby Yoda. When's the Baby Yoda stuff coming? Nine months. I and mean, come on. when did everybody have their money tied up for nine I mean, months? I mean, come on, man. They didn't I mean, have to deliver a product, and they were sitting on hundreds of millions of dollars in both those instances. You got to be exactly able to go, what they were doing. You, you got to be able to go faster than that. You want to make money, right? I mean, you're, all you're doing is That's costing I mean, yourself though. money. They made money because they put it up for sale and then they didn't have to deliver so they got nine months afloat on your money oh oh, so suddenly they're lavar ball yeah you know maybe you get it maybe you just forget you ordered them if a year goes by to keep your money they still (laughs) delivered the the merchandise unlike lavar they still actually had a physical product arrive everybody's still waiting for for baby yoda stuff it's only knockoff stuff that you can get there's a a bunch of real stuff that's made it uh, not what people need, not T-shirts, not different things, not dolls, not plush dolls. There's T-shirts all over the place. Yeah, but they're not Hot the official ones. And, and all of those things, those are all official licensed materials. Come on, yeah, man. I don't know that they're officially Wake licensed. I think, it's, I think it's one of those, hey, we're going to do this, and, and maybe you get some of the profit. Oh, okay, well, we'll do that. So you guys can do it? Oh, great, because we don't want to have to worry about delivering stuff. We just want to tell people, yeah, it's coming in, in July and August. Don't worry, that great Baby Yoda stuff, yeah, by the time next Christmas comes... You'll have it. You'll have all the Baby Yoda stuff you need. But it's coming. you got something to look forward to, Smith. Just like yes. we're looking forward to this schedule release. Yes, but less Let's people. Like looking forward to the yeah, NFL. But, it's a yeah, positive but, thing. But, but less people are going to buy stuff a year after. When it's new and everybody wants it, yes, less people will buy it. When months go by and you can't get it. That's a, no, but that's a, but that's, that's a big but that's tenet of point, business. point, though, is a lot of these people have already bought it. No. They're just waiting for it. Uh, I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna cancel that order. <laughs> oh, it's still got- you. You don't want to watch Mandalorian anymore? Oh, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll cancel that Baby Yoda plush doll. There we go. Good. I'll get uh, everybody's back. ready for season two. Come on, they just released the little actors thing and and writers thing with John Favreau and all his people. People were eating that up all day. Oh, long. hey, that's the biggest thing. That's the best thing Star Wars has right now. Is that is, is the season two of Mandalorian? I mean, Baby Yoda came and it was like, oh my goodness, finally a good positive Star Wars story that everybody loves. Because if you hate Baby Yoda, you basically, you know, it's like hating you, you know puppies and kittens and 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 cool things. I mean, you can't hate Baby Yoda. It was like they, we needed Yoda Baby Yoda at the right moments. time. I got to go back and revisit the series again. I enjoyed it. Uh, so happy Star Wars Day. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do something special to commemorate Star Wars Day coming up throughout the show tonight. Something you'll get to weigh in on a Twitter. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. But today we got a smorgasbord of NFL news. And I'm going to tell you something that I would bet a lot of money. I would put all my chips to the middle that this is what's going to happen. All right, we found out today uh, the NFL is going ahead with their schedule release on Thursday night, right? Schedule release, all 17 games. Dan the Torpedoes, well, no matter what happens, we're going to put this out there. All 17 games is coming. Uh, we're canceling the games in foreign stadiums. We'll be back next year. We're not going to travel across uh, the pond and, and go play. We're not going to play in Mexico. We're not going to play anywhere else. It's mm-hmm. it's Dickie it, and getting Russell from uh, the, the party in Kansas saying, we'll see you all on tour again in 1974. 
And we find out that the college football uh, committees are looking at following with the NFL brand in trying to start when they're going to. Uh, they could potentially move and start in October if that's when the NFL does. And there's two reasons why I'm going to tell you why I'm saying this. One is I'm hearing whispers. Not, not so much where I can say, oh, I got a source. No, but I'm hearing whispers that the NFL in mid-October, that's what it's going to be. Right? That, that's that's going to be the real opening for the NFL. And when you put it up against everything the NFL has done so far, you realize this is what's going to happen. Because what has the NFL done uh, all throughout this coronavirus pandemic have they said we're going to halt anything did they say we're going to halt free agency nope free agency is beginning on time all right are we going to postpone the draft nope we're going to have the draft on time what about if people get sick nope we're having the draft on time are we postponing it nope we're putting the schedule release out on time are we nope nope we're already having we're having virtual uh off-season activities teams are doing we're not postponing anything it is still the beginning of may and the nfl has already said we have a plan in place for mid-october there is no way the NFL is making a, a plan B unless that's really plan A. Because so far they have not, not moved one inch off of, well, with the coronavirus pandemic the way it is, maybe we should think about doing this a little bit differently. Doing this. Now certainly all these things they can do, but they had to figure it out. I mean, it wasn't easy to say we're going to keep going with free agency. You had a t- you, t- Teams are pissed off how free agency went. Oh, we, we didn't get a chance to really meet with players and go through the whole thing. We had to sign. Nobody liked how the draft went, right? Oh, because the draft, we don't get to bring players in and talk to them and really do our due diligence on them. No personnel people wanted to do it that way, but the NFL still did it that way. Is it is it early to put out the schedule on Thursday? Yep, no, but the NFL is still going to do it. Why then would they even say we're, we have a plan for mid-October that would go all the way through, no Pro Bowl, no bye weeks, and we play the Super Bowl at the end of February? They're only putting that out there if that's the real plan. So if I, if I had all my chips saying, when's the NFL going to start, I would push them all to the middle and say, middle of October, this is the real NFL plan. Well, I dig that you're you're on board. I mean, you, you look talking about a, a push, when you're looking at the September 10th date and you, you keep going business as normal and you have your opportunity to move. Uh, at, with that in mind, I mean, we're still several months out. And like I mentioned before, I wouldn't have expected the announcement from California today. I know it's only a small step forward, but we had people fighting all over beaches and legal briefs being handed and exchanged all over the state this past week that were trying to keep anything from opening. So this was a pretty huge step towards that opening direction, which it'll be curious to see how quickly that evolves and whether it's still a slow growth. But positivity nonetheless means that you've got months to work out a plan. I I forwarded uh, you and Justin, right, as we're going back and forth on topics. There's a a concert scheduled for a couple of weeks from now in Arkansas, and I brought it up a long time ago of the the idea that you'd sell blocks of seats apart from one another, Mm -hmm. right? And here's the, the maximum. Well, that maybe maybe there's a way to make that work for the NFL as well. So you don't get 100% capacity, but you can still get some butts and seats, still get an atmosphere, all of those kind of things. Again, owing to the fact that we're still several months away from having to put a toe to a football to start a regular season. So the opportunity's there. And if it means bye weeks go away and you kill the Pro Bowl, 
I mean, all those people that have wanted to kill the Pro Bowl again, they've got the champagne. It's like we'll celebrate the memory of Don Shula tonight. Man, remember, everybody pops a bottle of champagne as soon as that last team loses. Mm -hmm. So in his honor, those folks are sitting around going, they may have killed the Pro Bowl. Like we could be the 72 Dolphins, if only for one night, uh, because they've hated that game forever. Uh, but it, it pushes through, and I like that there's that step forward. Someone's got a lead. We've seen NASCAR. We've seen the WWE and AEW with their properties pushing forward. They'll have butts and seats here soon that, you know, you've got to be bold and daring, and, and again, you know, one, uh, fortune favors the bull. That's one of those old proverbs. But the other the other part of it just being that, you know, you got to keep advancing, right? Take the ball and all those football analogies that we use so often uh, actually work here with the NFL because you've got to keep moving forward and figuring out how to get back into the full grips of society. Oh, yeah. No, and I, I get that. And, and they're, But they have not, not once said we're going to pause for this. They don't have right. to say anything Good. right now. They don't have to say – they're not playing until September. We, we no, just finished it. the draft, and now is everybody – they don't need to even say we have a plan B. But suddenly already it's – yep, we're gonna st- we can start mid-October if we have to. Whoa, so you've really looked into this. I guarantee you this is their plan A. But I guarantee you, what, you this is NFL is going to start mid-October because they don't want to come back without fans. They don't want to come back with anything less than the normal NFL experience. So they're going to wait, and they're going to see what happens now because, really, you're talking about anytime concerts open or uh, we get any kind of uh, any news about, oh, we're going to have let fans in here, it, they're test groups and control groups, and we're waiting to see, does the coronavirus come back? That's what it is. Okay, we're going to do all these things so we can test and see if the coronavirus comes back, then we have to dial it back again. And, and, you know, we're not quite back to square one, but we're still in a difficult spot. But if not, then we can move forward. The NFL is, you know, they want to say, listen, we're, we're not going to do this. T-. We're going to say, okay, we want a normal thing. And if we know we can't have a normal summer, well, what if we came to uh, a training camp at the end of summer? What if we did it when it's all gone through? We let the and the heat is burned through, and and the coronavirus. We've had weeks of 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 decreasing. We want to come back when people can come to games and all that. So we're we're going to be middle of October. I I would put like I said, all my chips would say NFL is middle of October. But I give them credit because they're not being dopey like the other leagues were, and making this part of talking points from official people. This is the rumor behind. The, this isn't Goodell. This isn't coming from the. You know, NFL head of media, Malaysia, this is the, well, we're hearing that there's another plan in place. And there very well may be. Uh, but certainly we've got several months. And owing, you know, just to close the, or at least lay my hammer down, on the folks that are complaining they didn't get the full off season. yes, you missed some college workouts. I'm sorry they didn't get some pro days. The combine still happened in Indianapolis. Over 300 guys still showed up for the combine. There were only 200, what, 56 guys drafted or 255 guys drafted. You met a lot of people. And if your scouting people weren't good enough to find the diamonds in the rough from all of that and the meetings before this shutdown, then maybe they need to look around the room and wonder how they innovate and get better because they obviously didn't maximize their jobs. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With us now on the hotline, CBS Sports NFL insider extraordinaire and Baltimore local lacrosse insider as well, Jason Lock and Fora. Jay, what's happening, my friend? What's going on, gentlemen? Yo, we are just living day to day. Uh, yep. Star Wars day today, a big day in your house or no? No. Really? Not at all. My son does have like that uh, stupid. That's his ringtone when his best friend calls him. Okay. That's the extent of the. And, and he's a little bit into Star Wars. But the rest of us don't care. And even he's not that into it. And I'm, I basically. Um, I'm kind of anti Star Wars if you really want to get to Look that. at that. Wow, that's a hot yeah. take right there. So you yeah, wait, are you I Star kinda Trek? Like, I'm beyond agnostic about it. I'm pretty much an atheist. Like I, I pretty much deny its existence or 
its ability to do anything for me or anybody else. Although, I, I, again, I understand for a lot of people it, it's a thing, but I just I don't understand it at all. I don't get it. Wow, that is that that may be the hottest take. I mean, it that does I think less than possibly nothing have. for me, honestly. Wow, less than zero. There you go. Yes. Hang on, let me write Jason Lockenfora, professional hater. Write that. There you go. <laughs> It's worked hey, so, out really well for George Lucas, though. It, well, yeah, listen, I'm going to sell it for a billion dollars, billions of dollars, and donate all the money. Yeah, well, we're all good. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, let me, let me tell you something. We, we, t- we started with the show. We talked a lot about the NFL. Obviously, they're going to have their schedule reveal on Thursday night. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, college football may go whatever model the NFL does as far as playing the season. There's no foreign games. NFL is going to stay domestic uh, for this year due to coronavirus pandemic. You know, I, I see this, Jason. I see everything the NFL has done. They have not paused once in nope. the face of the coronavirus pandemic, not for free agency, not for the draft, not for anything. Why float out last week, hey, we can start mid-October, unless that was the real plan? I mean, they, they have not had to stop for anything, and certainly they don't need to say we have to have a plan right now because it's May 4th. You know, why would they float out, we can start mid-October, play the entire year, no Pro well, Bowl, no bye week, unless that was the real plan? Well, I think there's a corollary there. It it would be beyond disingenuous to do whatever it's going to turn into, a three-hour infomercial for the NFL releasing this schedule on their network Thursday night and not admit that. By the way, none of this might end up happening. Like... You know, like I, I, you started this interview by saying, "Hey, we're getting through the day." Like every, everybody knows what's going on here. Like, the, there's no rock big enough for anyone to be caught under when it comes to um, the scope and breadth and gravity of COVID nineteen and and what it's done to not just just this country, but to lives around the world. And there's projections now saying maybe 135,000 deaths by August. So to think that any of us knows what tomorrow holds in this climate, much less what next week holds, much less what next month holds, much less what September 9th holds, um, the NFL's great at a lot of things, but the medical community itself uh, can't accurately project exactly how this is going to play out. So... You, you, you put this forward, and this is the, the best 16-game um, schedule that Howard Katz was able to come up with. But Howard Katz, normally this time of year, and, and he's the person at the league office who oversees all this, would be maybe having some champagne and kicking his feet up and relaxing for 30 seconds. That's not what's happening on Park Avenue. There is meeting after meeting after meeting and contingency planning after contingency planning after contingency planning because they absolutely positively don't know. How could they? They're football people. They're not the brightest minds at the CDC, and the brightest minds at the CDC don't seem to know exactly how this is going to play out. So certainly there are caveats attached. Now, first off, uh, despite your hatred of all things Star Wars, that was a pretty good Darth Vader or some re- resemblance. Oh, I wasn't trying to be. I wasn't even really trying. I mean, consciously, I wasn't trying to be Darth Vader. Subconsciously, maybe I was. Maybe we'll, we'll lay you down on the couch and we'll ask questions to get to the deep, dark root of all that. The other is in Dallas. We've got the Lamar Jackson, 
I am your father. <laughs> the See, I think fun- I think Jason is really he knows a lot more. I think he's tells everybody he's agnostic, but he really no, loves it. it. I'm not it's not like I didn't experience it. I remember sitting in line to go see Empire Strikes Back and I had like I wish I'd say I say I mean, I wish yeah. I'd saved all the Star Wars crap I had. I'd I'd probably be able to retire. I just wasn't that into it then <laughs> and I'm definitely not into it now. Yeah, but you still know the Cantina song pretty well. That was a pretty good impression of your it's of your son's uh, ring. ringtone. I mean, I can't escape it. <laughs> Look, he's too busy looking in Bowman packs for Jason Dominguez. Uh, listen, the uh, that's a baseball. I love me a good card break. No, that is that's how I'm getting through the pandemic. Honestly, is with card breaks. There you go. You, you log on into the YouTube, the YouTube, yeah. and you get it on. Uh, Andy Dalton goes to Dallas. Fun with Dak Prescott. Do they rescind his? Thirty-one million dollar offer and tell him to beat it. Let's go back to no. back to square one. No, but this is a nice little insurance policy. I mean, he doesn't want to leave Texas, and he's got all these tools if he gets to play. And you've got, mm-hmm. you know, Amari and that offensive line and Zeke and C.D. Lamb. It kind of reminds me of what he walked into in Cincinnati as a rookie and. There's no state tax in Texas, and look, they released me late in the game. They did me no favors here, the Bengals, and Cam Newton can't get work right now, so how am I going to do any better than this? I get it, but I, I don't think it impacts Dak Prescott thing, you know, even one one slightest bit. Um, that's That's Jerry's guy. Jerry wants to see this thing through. Jerry wants to win with this guy. And Jerry was willing to pay him $30 million before the season started, and then he went out and had his best season ever. So I don't think one impacts the other. I think it's a smart business decision for Dallas, and I think for Dalton it makes sense. I'd rather go there than go to Jacksonville or some of these other you know, remote possibilities. Uh, and if you're Dak Prescott, you're, you're waiting until you know, July. And what, 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 is, what, what is the economic climate by then? What is going on in terms of coronavirus? We'll have a lot better idea by the middle of July when, when the deadline to extend a franchise player comes about what the likelihood of a 16-game schedule is than we certainly will Thursday when it's announced. And in the meantime, Mahomes and or Watson might sign their own mega deal. And if you're Dak, you certainly want to let that evidence you know come to the forefront and use it as part of your case for why you should get um, – Right in that same range. So I, I, I just I, I, I think the Cowboys have pinned themselves in a corner, and they're going to have to play this out. Jason Lock and Four with us, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. All right, now when it comes to Odell Beckham, we find the story today that Odell said, listen, I had surgery, and last year was really awful for me. He said he got hurt going into training camp. He, he said he had a, a hernia, and he had a big sports hernia, he had a torn abductor, a torn rectus abdominis, and he was really screwed up, and he was really injured throughout the season, had surgery in January. He's predicting big things this year. Did you hear all through the season last year that he was really torn up, that he was physically wasn't wasn't 100% and that, that contributed well, to why he wasn't playing so he well? He certainly wasn't 100%, and he was on injured report, injury reports, and he wasn't able to practice as much as he would have liked, and he was within an offensive construct that was um, pretty much failed from the giddy-up, and he was playing for a coach who was asked to punch way above his weight class and couldn't do it. And the expectations were ratcheted up, and the quarterback's play 
uh, fell off a cliff. So, you know, I think there was a lot going on there. And, and if I was going to make a list of bounce-back players, and, and go look, I mean, I think the guy still caught 100 balls, did he not? Like, uh, not, I don't think he had 100. Um, I, I mean, I feel like he was still in the top 20 in a lot of receiving metrics. But I want to say he had like 70. He might have had 70. I mean, he didn't yeah. have a, No, he didn't have – I know he had 1,000 yards. He didn't have an awful thousand season. 1,000 yards. I'm sorry, not 100 yards. He started 1,000 yeah. yards. Um, you know, I, it wasn't like he was god-awful. Um, so, yeah, do I think he's primed for a big season? I absolutely do. And uh, now I don't know that he's going to – the volume might be about the same because the way that Kevin Stefanski is going to run this offense, there's going to be a lot of tight ends involved, and he's going to run the heck out of the football as well he should with the backfield they have. But I think you will see more explosive plays out of Odell. I think he'll be schemed in the situations where he can make those three or four um, flashy plays a week that we're kind of used to seeing. I think we'll get back to seeing um, Odell at his explosive best. Now, is it, are the numbers going to look like what they did in some of those Giants offenses early in his career? I don't think so because of the way the offense is put together and because of, of the how they're going to sort of distribute the football. But will he be a top 20 receiver? And, and will he have a lot of big plays and, and explosive uh, splash plays and get into the end zone more? I think so. Now, lastly, uh, Jason, before we let you go, today we commemorate the life and career mm-hmm. of Don Shula, 33 years of coaching, 31 winning seasons. Uh, really remarkable. Uh, memories and first glance uh, kind of thoughts on his passing. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm you know, born and raised in Baltimore. and from a very, I was born in 74, and he left the Colts in 69, so it's not that far of a, of a chasm. So by, you know, age four, age five, age six, and you're starting to kind of follow sports and see what's going on, and I would always hear about Don Shula. And I can't believe Carol Rosenblum let him get away, and how the hell could he trade him to the Dolphins? And, you know, we had Bill Curry, legendary center, and um, with the Colts for years, and obviously went on to, to be a storied coach in his own right and coach in parts of five decades. And, and he was talking about what it was like when Shula left the Colts, and then in 71, the Colts go down to, you know, this, down to, to Miami and lose to Shula's Dolphins in the AFC Championship game. So I, I kind of grew up in that mythology and, and people talking about the good old days of the Colts and what it was like when Don Shula was a 33-year-old head coach, you know, with Johnny Unitas. Um, and you just look at the, 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 the sort of um, – the, the, the length of that career, he, he played for Paul Brown. He was a defensive backs coach with the Lions when Dick LeBeau was a player. He coached Johnny Unitas. He coached Dan Marino. I mean, he was a head coach in the NFL from age 33 to, six, to age 66 and had two losing seasons, 347 cumulative wins. I mean, I'm not a math major, but that's like 10 wins a season for 35 years. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. Uh, I, I, you know, everything about his career, breaking in when the league was running the ball 80% of the time, and then orchestrating an offense with Marino that was ahead of its time. And had they been playing under these current rules, guys, where they protect quarterbacks and receivers, Marino would have thrown for 6,500 yards. I, I just think, um, and then the kind of person he was, the kind of parent he was, the kind of husband he was, the kind of grandparent he was, 
Nobody has a bad story about Don Shula. Uh, he was an ambassador for football, and you can't tell the story of the first 100 years of this league without having a chapter or two on Don Shula. You know, and, and that was the Jets changing the course of the NFL forever because if, if the Colts win that game, Super Bowl three, yes. where they were so heavily favored, he's not pushed out of Baltimore. He doesn't go to Miami. Don't have an, they don't have an undefeated season, and suddenly everything is different because there's a new coach. Miami's history is different. Baltimore's history is different. Well, the Colts might else not leave. From there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the Colts might be a different franchise, and Ursay might not get his hands on them, and the whole debacle with Elway might not happen. No, it, it, that is a flashpoint in the history of the league. That absolutely ended up affecting Baltimore, Miami, the Jets, the, the Indianapolis. I mean, and, uh, yes, absolutely. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. That is at Jason Lockenfora, CBS Sports, NFL insider extraordinaire. As always, buddy, thanks so much. Appreciate it. And um, enjoy listening to your son's telephone with the ringtone tonight. Yeah, he's in bed now. Thank God. <laughs> Nothing until the morning. Thanks, guys. Doesn't matter. Phone <laughs> can still ring. Phone can still ring. <laughs> I I want to call his son's phone. Let's get that number. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is hour two of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Happy Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. One of the things doing on the show tonight uh nfl quarterbacks if they were star wars characters who they would be so far luke would be tom brady plucked from obscurity a hero bitter as he gets older finn would be ryan Tannehill. starts out a hero then he's a spare part now he's a hero again but it's really hard to figure out how important he is overall and Django Fett would be Lamar Jackson. So good, everyone wants a clone of him. Nope, we got we to gotta clone this guy, and we got to go, and he's going to help us win. That's what everybody wants. So we have others coming up throughout the show tonight. And as I say, this is not going to be your, your list of, well, here's who Han is, and here's Princess Leia, and here's Darth Vader, and Bill Belichick is the Emperor. No, no, we're going a little bit deeper than that. I'm, I'm going to get into Knights of Ren and Admiral Akbar and oh, Captain nice. Phasma. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting deep in the lexicon. Ooh, I might get Grandma Tarkin in. I we might get him in. Um, what was uh, we got to get a Dooku just because we like say a Dooku. No, I might have to get to, but really, or, I, I or smoke have to a Jay Cutler is uh, General I, Grievous. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have to let him speak to me. You know, it's not like I I, I sat out and said, okay. It, you know, who's Luke, who's Leia, who's Han, who's Vader, who's the Emperor, all that stuff. No, it's like, okay, I looked at the quarterback self and said, oh, you know who they would be? No, no, they would be this character in Star Wars. So instead of trying to make the Star Wars character fit on the quarterback, I said, give me your personality and let me see where it would go. So that's kind of why we have Finn and Jango Fett. We're going to have, I'm going to even have uh, uh, the Knights of Ren coming I like up. that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we got some fun coming up. Ran and uh, Stimpy. <laughs> but, uh, hey, since it is Star Wars Day, I just want to say really quick, we did find out we're getting a new movie. Uh, that, that's an awesome uh, story. Taika Waititi is going to be the director, and if he's gotten to see Jojo Rabbit or anything else he's in, uh, he's a pretty talented dude. And I, I just hope, you know, the, the, the two things that we're going to do, getting a new movie, two things I hope he does is, number one, you got to have a cooler villain than Kylo Ren. Because as many problems as the end trilogy had, you were absolutely fine as long as you had a cool villain. If, if Kylo Ren was cooler and not a whiny kid, because Adam Driver's got to have his mask off the entire time, the end trilogy would have been so much. But you could do the exact same movies, but if Kylo Ren is cooler, and it could be as simple as just leave your helmet on, but it's Hollywood now, and it's no Adam Driver would like to, to have his helmet off and do scenes. Okay, that ruined the movie. That ruined the trilogy from there, right there. His, his, the lack of of coolness he had ruined it and it would have been much better if 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 he kept his helmet on yeah i know and i watched that break your soul the last couple of years it is it was tough if they had just kept his helmet on everything would have been fine because he starts out in force awakens and he looks cool he's he's thin and he has these different powers and he looks menacing and he's got the hood and the and the mask and and it's really is cool and then oh uh, now he's got to have his helmet on. we got to see this he's just whiny because star wars villains are cool they need to be they've always been cool and he was not cool and that's the biggest issue they had 
You know, the got to be cool, like a bunch of little Fonzies. You got to be cool. Got to be all cool. Got to look. Who, who, when has there been a Star Wars villain not cool until Kylo Ren? And no, we're going to keep him around for for three big movies. I mean, yeah, every I mean, other villain they, they had they was cool. cool. They might have been yeah. overhyped and use, useless overall, but yeah, they were cool. Movies about heroes are only as good as their villains. And it, whether it's the Avengers or Star Wars or anything else, Star Wars was what it was because of Darth Vader, the most popular character in the history of films. And you couldn't find a way to, to continue that on. Couldn't find a way to bring Darth Vader back. I mean, really, it's a, don't you think at some point in the trilogy you're going to bring back the most popular character in the entire Star Wars universe? Aren't you going to bring him back somehow? What do you think dude's doing now? You can't bring him back? I mean, seriously, how do you not bring Darth Vader back somehow? Whether it's a flashback or something else, you don't bring him back. I mean, that's like the biggest... Because it was a fail. Oh, my goodness, it was such a fail. Bad job by them. Um, it you know, was the, the other opportunity. Thi- All you had was a melted mask. The other thing is, because, you know, I, I've said that plenty of times, is, but the other thing is, you know what was missing from this last trilogy, and especially that? seeing Rise of Skywalker today, is there need to be more fun. You know, Star Wars is fun, and it, it was so serious, and everything just took on this incredible serious tone that the, the three movies, I'm like, there's no fun to it. Star Wars had tons of fun. I don't you know, know hologram the, Luke had his moments. You know, yeah, it was only a couple, but no, no real stuff that sticks out. They go, oh, my God, that was really fun. Or, Chewbacca or no, trying to eat a... Uh... You know, yeah, that, little dudes. but that's not a line that you run. You know, there's been no, nothing memorable from any of those three chicken. movies. And, and maybe, maybe it will help Porgs out. If Porgs were a real thing, people would eat less Porgs. Uh, but less it, need, porgs. it needs to be a little bit lighter. The tone can be a little bit lighter because it just wasn't there. Because everybody was just so incredible. Even scenes when, when Oscar Isaacs tried to be fun and be the Han Solo character, I'm like, he just seems angry. You know, oh, yeah, it's, it's got to have a lighter tone. The stuff with Hux. Yeah. Had its, you know, one or two times, but you went back to the well way too many times in the same yeah. scene, right? Got to, got to make it live, make mm-hmm. it breathe. Hey, listen, I could, I, I could be an, uh, a consultant on the Star Wars movies because I get the Hollywood and Star Wars aspect of things. I get it. I could. That's do pretty it. good. Hey, you, you know what the it. funniest move, move, moment of all those movies was though? What's that? Flying Leia. Oh, see, Flying Leia was where, okay, I'm either in on this movie or I'm out on this movie. Uh, that was, that I was hadn't a, laughed that hard ooh. in the theater since Yoda was fighting Dooku and bouncing and, around like a pinball. And that's one of those, am I in or out? And you're looking around at other people in the theater going, Leia's flying. Am I in? Is this cool? Are people getting up to walk away? What's happening? What, what, is this, <laughs> am I in? Am I out? Which, which way? I mean, that was, that was a big moment. That was yeah, one of those, huge. okay, I, I'm in or out. Uh, but we'll have more uh, Star Wars stuff coming up throughout the show here. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. Uh, meanwhile, uh, as it is contractually obligated for every <laughs> sports talk entity, we have to talk about the last couple episodes of Last Dance. So are we uh, doing that for the rest of the night? Is that, epi- is, I mean, I, we are, we're already an hour and seven minutes in. I think we're, uh, we're running behind. Episodes five and six aired last night. And, uh, you know, before we get into it, let me let me just say, we are getting so much fun stuff out of here. I don't mind that they're jumping around all over the place. We're getting all these crazy stories. It's not, you know, it, it, you'd think you get some kind of um, one specific narrative, but instead, no. We, you know, last week it was Rodman and it was the Bad Boys, and now this week it's the Knicks and it's uh, and it's Jordan's gambling and it's all these other different storylines that are thrown in, and, and it's the fights that the Bulls players are uh, that the Cavs players are having with each other, and and Steve Kerr and the fight with Jordan at practice, and we're getting 
all of this is like all these different storylines and plot lines are all flying in at once and it's fostering a ton of conversation. It's tough to keep up. I mean, you think of all these things coming out of just two episodes is really fantastic. You know, it's it's a fun thing. It's it's fun to see all these different things that you and I remember and other people are now remembering or, or seeing for the first time. So, you know, that part, that's done a, a phenomenal job. It's making a lot of money. It's doing really well. But one thing that we talked about last week and that has become a, a, a talking point, a big talking point when it comes to Last Dance. We were the first ones to talk about it. Everything you heard about this topic afterwards, remember, we talked about it first. What do we say all the time? We talk about things at night. It shows up someplace the next day. You got it. Is we told you that Last Dance really isn't a documentary on the last season of the Chicago Bulls dynasty, right? It's not. It's a look back through Michael Jordan's eyes of what the Last Dance was and what the final season was. But now it's sort of morphed a bit because now it's it's okay. Because I remember thinking when it came out, how are they? Re- do we really need ten hours of one season? Really, we ten hours of the last <laughs> ad? Now you're like, really can you double it. What can else you, you got there? I mean, it really we need ten episodes of of the last dance of one NBA season. But now we're seeing it's not that that this is not a documentary. This is the Michael Jordan biography. Because we are going through his entire NBA career, everything that happened to him. That's what this is. This is not 10-part last dance last season of the Bulls. No, no. We, we, we haven't had any last dance stuff in, in like in, in, in two and a half, three episodes. This is now gone from, it's like, a, it's like a movie that starts at the end, here's the last dance, but now to tell the story, we're going all the way back to the beginning and then we're going to catch up. Right, that's kind of what Last Dance is doing. Here you got Last Dance. Here's the last season of Scotty Burrell hates him. All these different things. Phil Jackson was out. Jerry Krause is the bad guy. But now we're going to go all the way back. Now, after the first couple, of, we're going to all the way back, and we're going to tell Michael Jordan's career all the way to get back to the Last Dance, which is a very typical and popular movie and television show. I, I, would, I don't want to say direction, but, but a, big, a big plot point is how they do it. We're going to start at the end, then go back and come back to the beginning. It's, and, and you see many shows do that. And that's really what this is. This is, not, this is a biography of Michael Jordan. It's really a movie about his life. You know, and, and all of this, you know, it's a documentary, Last Dance. It's really morphed into something different. Something that uh, Jason Hare said today when he was on the Dan Patrick Show. Because as Jason Hare said, when it comes to this documentary, when I use that in quotes because it's not a documentary, um, Michael Jordan was the guy who had the final say-so. Take a listen. He could have taken out anything that, that, that we did. He had the power to do so, and he never wielded that power. He, that, that, that soundbite that's in there where the guy compares him to Muhammad Ali and says Michael will never be like Ali, not only did Michael want to keep that in, he wanted to answer to that. So, so, so that's my point, is even if he never did, and I, I'm dubious as to how much you know, Michael Jordan really never said take that out, why wasn't Isaiah, why wasn't the quote where he, he ripped the bad boys in it you know, last week when he criticized them as being bad for basketball, which is why they didn't shake hands? Why was that not in there? So I'm dubious that Michael Jordan never did that. But this, is tell, I mean, this, this tells you, Michael Jordan, if you have final cut over something, that's not a documentary. This is my life story. He's found a way to package his life story to tell everybody now, remind me, this is who I was, and this is why I'm the greatest basketball player of all time. Look at this. And, and we're packaging it as, okay, last dance, but really it's Jordan's entire career. And, and this, is, this is what we're getting now. And look, it's fascinating. And it's, it's, like I said, it's fostering a lot of conversation and it's fun. But you know, to sit here and say, oh, we're selling this as the last dance, 
Uh, it's not. That's not what it is now. It's 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 kind of about, it's kind of like a thirty for thirty on Michael Jordan's life, except it's ten it's ten episodes long because he's got final cut, he's got final say, so he has final word. Whenever a story comes up, he's the one that gets to b- rebut it if he wants to and put it into the documentary. So it's not really a doc, you know. And I, I think ESPN was a little bit disingenuous when they sold it so because docs are so popular right now. Hey, let's sell this as a sports documentary. Oh, it's a great big sports documentary because. Everybody wants docs right now. You got a good documentary? Give it to me. Tiger King? Give it to me. Sports one? Give it to me. Gimme, 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 gimme. But if you said, hey, we have a 10-part uh, series on Michael Jordan's NBA career, is that as much of a must-see as when you say, hey, we have a great sports doc using all this footage from 20 years ago? Ah, not quite as much. No, I mean, you're still going to get your people in, and we did see ratings dip this week, and I think part of that being – Folks looking at it and saying, well, you know, what what I saw in the first four, it was a lot of, you know, Michael Jordan just telling his story. Much like we talked about a week ago, two weeks ago, after the first two episodes there, that we were going down that path. And, you know, as we know with creative control, and when you get to the director and his part in it saying, hey, I'm, I'm not, you know, this is entertainment, not a journalist, and we're storytelling – well, remember, he's also, in addition to the Isaiah Thomas, leaving out the, the Jordan quote that could have you know, ignited that, not that they didn't already have their, their beef and their bad blood for Jordan getting bludgeoned all those years by those Pistons teams. But you know, we talked about the Rodman incident that it, you inferred, and, and everybody seemed to believe that they had the covert operation to get Dennis Rodman out of a hotel room in Las Vegas when legitimately they just went down the street where he was at in his apartment. So, you know, there's, there's a bunch of little pieces like that where it's like, all right, just, uh, just 30 seconds here changes the, the focus, changes the view, maybe changes the vision of Jordan a little bit. Not that it's still not a big deal of him showing up at Dennis Rodman's apartment, you know, to go and, and shag him out. But, you know, it's different than hopping a plane under cover of night to go to Las Vegas, right? And B-team, moving out uh, like you're in Ocean's Eleven, sneaking out with all that money. Uh, but it, it's been a, a fun story. We got the gambling part this time. You got how mom's the hero and mom should have everything she ever wants in her life for making sure he went to the meeting with Nike. You got a big deal there. We got a lot of Charles Barkley and, and I think a lot of good coming out of that because people remember that Charles Barkley could ball as opposed to just being funny. So that's good. Uh, but for Jordan, you know, a little bit of reality here and some are upset that, you know, he talked about the burnout and the exhaustion of, of being the focus of everything. So naturally the LeBron fanboys were out in, in high gear today uh, to question all of that, as well as more of the gambling questions that'll flow. So we got four more pieces, saddle up and buckle yeah. in. I'm sure there's some more uh, fireworks to go. Uh, I'm still concerned about his eyes. There's no question about that. Uh, and whatever is in that glass, I want it bottled. I want <laughs> and, you know, the, the funny thing is the one guy who seemed like he understood what this documentary was going to turn into was John Stockton, because also Jason Hare on Dan Patrick's show today said that of all the people who he tried to talk to, why he got some, why he didn't get others, he tells you why John Stockton said no. Let's hear it. Stockton was reluctant. I finally got him on the phone after like two years of chasing him in January or February. And he said, I don't want to be part of a Michael Jordan puff piece. And I said, I can assure you that this is not a puff piece. And I explained to him who else was participating and that he was the 106th interview in the process and, and what we were covering. And then guys like BJ Armstrong were reluctant 
out of out of deference to Michael because they're protecting Michael and they wanted to know, you know, who these people are who are telling this story. So that was Jason there today. John Stockton says no because he says, well, this is, sounds like a, a puff piece or a Michael Jordan career retrospect, and I don't, I'm not interested in, being, in talking about that. So John Stockton kind of saw what this was. And look, you could talk or not talk, but he seemed like he knew what it was. B.J. Armstrong, who I actually got to interview on the Dan Patrick show right before the Last Dance documentary came out, and he told us exactly why he wound up taking part in this because he didn't want to do it at first. This was from when I filled in on Dan. He normally calls, just checks in, says hello, but he personally called to ask me, make sure that, you know, to ask me would I, you know, do that. When he, when he does something like that, I know it's special for him. So, you know, he called and asked me. It's been over a year ago that I did the interview, so I have no idea but I'm really, you know, looking forward to it because, you you know, there's so many questions about Jordan, but there's so many things that he's kept private. And I think that's the one thing, you know, we, we just knew him as, as Michael, as MJ, but then there's this Air Jordan character, right, that people are just fascinated with, you know, who he was. So hopefully you'll get a chance to see the person here like we saw every single day. And so we'll see, you know, we'll see when it comes out. See, so that was, again, B.J. Armstrong saying yes because Jordan called him because he had to rally everybody. Hey, come do this, come do this, and be in on the ultimate retrospective of my life, which, look, it's still fascinating. Like I said, it's fascinating. It's fun. We're seeing all these storylines, but, you know, if it was positioned as, hey, it's going to be a 10-part series on the career of Michael Jordan. Yeah, I've seen all these 30. I know Michael Jordan's career. I know, I know, I know the threes and the shrug, and I know the left-handed layup against the Lakers and the dunk over John Starks and Patrick Ewing, all this stuff. But when you position it as it's a documentary and it's this and it's all this footage and it's this one year, okay, that's different. And I, I just felt like we're not getting exactly what was sold. We're still getting something good, but you're not getting what was sold. It's like ordering food at dinner, and they bring you the wrong thing, and you start eating. You go, oh, you know, all right, I'll, I'll eat it. It's, it's still pretty good, but it's not what I ordered. That's kind of how I feel about Last Dance. Yeah, I just think that in the end, I, I didn't hear the and pay much attention to the documentary. I, I heard like docu-series or that, that's how it played to me, which meant, all right, there's going to be some storytelling. And with Jordan's involvement, again, I, I wasn't expecting the, you know what? The hell with it. Tell everybody everything. I wasn't going to buy that. And John Stockton's never really been a guy to say, hey, can I do some more interviews either? So I, I'm not surprised he's not part of it just because he generally doesn't talk. Uh, I would have liked some more comments out of Charles Smith. Oh, uh, too soon? Oh, uh, why did he dunk it? Why didn't he dunk it? Go up for the dunk. Go That's for the, the dunk. That's the question that should have been in there. There's another 10 it? seconds. I've been asking that really for blew that one. Been, been asking that for 25 years. Why didn't he just dunk it? Well, ask just him dunk again. It. Just Let's dunk get it. him on the show and ask <sighs> Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen, live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, we remember an absolute sports legend. This is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You know, we're having some fun tonight with today being Star Wars Day. What if NFL players... We're Star Wars characters. Who would they be? And this is not your, you know, because we don't do it like that. This is not your, well, this is Luke, this is Han, this is Leia, this is Darth Vader, this is the Emperor, and it's Bill Belichick, and here's a, here's a meme of Bill Belichick as the Emperor. No, no, no. NFL players were Star Wars characters. Who would they be? And we're yeah, getting you got to dig a little deeper. We're, we're digging into the lexicon here. Look, look we, Finn was Ryan Tannehill, right? Started out a hero. 
then a spare part. Now he's a hero again, but you don't really know how important he is. Right? That's Finn is Ryan Tannehill. Sure. Django okay. Fetz, Lamar Jackson is so good, everyone wants a clone of him. The army of clones was a game changer, just like it would be for the NFL. If you get a lot of Lamar Jackson clones in the NFL, boom. Luke would be Tom Brady simply because he's plucked from obscurity like Brady was. He becomes a hero and then gets really bitter as he gets older. So that's why Tom Brady is Luke. I like that last one. I mean, it yeah. really works. It's a good one, right? I, I admire both those those sides of it. Mm-hmm. Angry, hateful Jedi off on his island drinking crazy milk and laughing like a <laughs> lunatic. That's Hamill. Uh, plus the brush-off scene. Come on, how great was that? Uh-huh. Uh, and then Tom Brady. I celebrate the whole catalog, but older, crusty Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, yeah. To uh, change his image doing more social media. Yeah, I'm all over that. All right, so I got a few more for you. Ready? Okay, hit me. Since we're celebrating Star Wars Day here with uh, uh, Star Wars players, NFL quarterbacks. Here we go. Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron would be Aaron Rodgers. Someone who tries to be cool, but still is a little awkward. Does some heroic things, but it's really hard filling in the shoes of who came before him. As... Oscar Isaac Poe Dameron tries to fill the void left by Han Solo. He's the pilot with the wise-cracking, smart alekiness. It's hard to be Han Solo, who's such an iconic character. So Poe is Aaron Rodgers. R-E-L-A-X. Yeah, I mean, plus those weird commercials. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, that. He tries it, to it be cool, but it's yeah. awkward. You know, it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, the fireside chats, those things with Danica Patrick, there's always some level of awkwardness to those. Yeah. Like when they yeah. traversed into religion and a couple other things, it's just you're just tilting your head a little bit more and more, and then you realize, <laughs> I got a crick in my neck now. And it cracked because <laughs> I'm confused uh, along the way. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers certainly will do that to you. Mm. Admiral Akbar. <laughs> it's Admiral a trap. Akbar. You ready? Admiral Akbar. Admiral Akbar is Philip Rivers. Smart, likable, moved up the ranks, longtime general, oh, yeah, but you felt run. bad the way it ended for him. Just like oh, you're feeling yeah. bad the way it's ending for Philip Rivers, he's got to go to Indianapolis for a year. Admiral Akbar, Philip Rivers. We didn't get a flying, a flying moment for Admiral Akbar. <laughs> no, like you said, you felt bad the way it ended for Akbar. Yeah. I feel like you're going to feel bad the way it's ending for Philip Rivers. I poured one out for him after yeah. that. It was yeah. tough. It was, it was. I got one more for you. Ready for this one? Yeah, I'm going deep here for you. The Knights of Wren. Uh-oh. The Knights of Wren. Yes. The Knights of Wren are Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, and Baker Mayfield. (laughs) Why are they the Knights of Wren? Because you thought they'd be really great and important when they first showed up. And in the end, they just fizzled, and they really didn't have anything to do with anything. The Knights of Wren. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield. Because when they all showed up, it was, oh, my God, these guys could turn the NFL on their ear. And then, you know, Jameis Winston's a backup, so is Marcus Mariota. And Baker Mayfield clearly on his way to that. And you thought they'd be great. They looked like they were so – that scene with them in the rain and they're breathing heavy after they just killed who knows. what. The, and then the end comes, and it's, yeah, Kylo Ren's going to say, yeah, Knights of Ren, blah, 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 blah. And then the Knights <laughs> of Ren were gone. It was like, oh, they just fizzled out. Don't they get their own movie? No, oh, I wish they would make is them that, cool. Is that what this movie teased is? Hey, we uh, thought these guys sucked. Let's yep. figure this out for yep. you. Yeah, thought they were going to be great. Instead, they just fizzled out. That, that's Maybe who they those could give us are. some more value on Snoke. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 
Maybe Twitter figure at- out the Palpatine thing. <laughs> I actually do have a Snoke coming up. I got Snoke. Oh, okay. I got Snoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.